Hello and a very warm welcome to you wherever you are. This is the new life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. We are more than glad to have you on board. Now, the first segment will be a health talk by Charles Omondi with the topic, Getting Along. Thereafter, Sister Becky Arunga will join us during the Bible segment to talk about Pursue Peace with All. But first things first, here is Faith for Today Quartet with the song, Hark a Mystic Voice. Sit tight and enjoy. Hark a mystic voice is Dear listener, that was Hakka Mystic Voice by Faith for Today Quartet. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. And now on Health Talk, Charles Omondi comes to us with more on getting along. Remember, health is wealth. Stay tuned and be on the know. Hello listener, this is your program, Your Health, Your Wealth. I'm Charles Omondi. Health is a state of physical, spiritual and social well-being and not necessarily the absence of diseases and infirmity. So goes the World Health Organization's view about health. And so today, I'm going to talk about the social aspect of health. How do you get along with those around you? It is fairly obvious that the most constructive attitude to take when it comes to getting on with other people is the I am all right, they are all right option. This position offers mutual respect, 
and a positive approach to making relationships productive. You might ask why people do not always adopt this attitude. It seems strange to assume anything less than the optimum position for achieving good relations. But when you have a bad day or things get you down, there is a tendency to slide into one of the other attitudes. Which one you adopt will very often reflect your past experiences or what is happening in your life at the time. The main thing to realize is that when this happens, you always have a choice to change your perspective on life and your view of others. You can choose the I am all right option and choose to think that the people you are dealing with are also all right, but that perhaps they are having a bad day or have made an understandable mistake. By recognizing that you have a choice, you put yourself in control, and being in control means that you are managing yourself rather than letting situations overcome you. It is only through your behavior that people can judge you as a person since it is this which indicates to them what is going on in your mind and how you are feeling. It is important to be aware that the way you behave will usually prompt similar behavior in others. Like a pebble thrown into a pond, the ripples extend outwards from the impact and have an influence to a greater extent than you would credit. In simplistic terms, if you are pleasant and polite, most people tend to respond to you in the same manner. Conversely, if you are bad-tempered and dispirited, you should not be surprised if people respond to you in the same way. You might feel this is obvious, a simple matter of do as you would be done by. But unless you constantly remind yourself of this maxim, you may forget that your behavior can have infinite repercussions. In order to have good relations with other people, you need to exert some control over yourself. By choosing how you view other people, you are in fact determining how you will behave towards them. The way you behave towards others has a great effect on the way they respond to you. It is important to be aware of the power of your behavior and its influence on your relationships. For staying tuned, please get in touch with us through the producer Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or drop an email at awrnairobi@ekyu.adventist.org.
My dear listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. Her message is, pursue peace with all. Be blessed. What a privilege to be in God's presence. What joy it is to know that God cares and that he desires day by day that we are admonished and sharpened by his word of truth. Now I am still amazed by what God desires to teach us, that the depth and the richness or the wealth of knowledge that is found in the word of God. I desire that we read again from the book of First Thessalonians, and learn the duty that we owe towards each other and towards those who labor for the Lord. I know many times we have found ourselves in situations where the ministers of God are shunned and actually being cut off from other people in society or spoken of in an ill manner. But what is the duty that God has given unto us towards those who labor in the gospel? As we prepare to study this, I am your sister in the Lord, Becky Arunga. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord our Father, for the assurance that you are with us. God, I pray in a special way that may you lead us all our journey through to be able to know you, to rely on your divine graces, to serve you, even with all that you have blessed us with immensely. Now, dear Lord, I pray that may your divine presence attend to us, for I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, reading from verse 12, is just an assortment of various key things that should be part of us as Christians. Some very things that appear little but of magnificent value and immense quality in the life of a Christian. Now, this is what the Bible has to say. Paul is writing the church of Thessalonica and is telling them the things that need to set them apart as a people of God. He says, And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. If there is one thing that mankind is lacking, it is peace. Why? Because we do not have the time to live wisely, we have no time to think deeply, and we have no time to love generously. Just to show the fact that many things have clouded our minds. The media and the digital technology, if not taken to proper use, runs the risk of taking our thoughts from thinking and meditating upon the things that God himself has provided unto us. And so essentially, what we are bringing to view is a duty that we owe to ourselves, a duty that we owe to our neighbors, and a duty that we owe to God. It is a duty that is of so great import that we cannot afford to leave it, especially knowing too well that we live in these last days. So Paul is writing his letter and is saying that we need to recognize the labor of those who are amongst us, who are over us in the Lord and admonish us. This is not to say that someone is lording over us. But beloved, we need to respect the position that God has given for shepherds, for pastors, for those who are in charge of the flock. 
We need to respect the position of those who go out of their way to be of service in ministry. I do not know how many times you have found occasion to speak ill of a minister and a servant of God. I do not know how often you have found occasion to speak and act contrary by vilifying the very action of a minister of the gospel. But God is writing to us and reminding us that we need to esteem very highly in love for their work's sake. It has nothing to do with who they are. But the esteem that God requires of us to place upon ministers is chiefly on account of them being ministers. It is chiefly on account of them being people who have given themselves to the service of the gospel. And one thing again that stands out is that we need to be at peace amongst ourselves. This peace that the Lord requires and desires of us is not peace that comes haphazardly, but it is peace that comes knowing that our Lord cares. It is peace that comes knowing that we belong to the Lord. It is peace that comes knowing too well that whenever we call upon the Lord, He is nigh unto us and to be with us. It is not just enough to have someone working, laboring on our behalf. But we need to appreciate the work of the minister of the gospel. Why? Because Christ himself was the minister and he is still ministering on our behalf. As we are able to look into the lives of ministers by esteeming them in love, knowing that love is from God and God himself is love, then we are able to understand those that God, those things that God has put before us. I know many other situations when we have been hurt by the very ministers of the gospel. I know many other times that someone has shared the word of God and we have felt like they are hinting towards us. Many times you may not even like their suit. We may not like what they're having. We may not like what they're saying. But for God's sake, he has told us this word. Esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. God desires to elevate us to a higher perspective. But that is only possible if we are able to recognize his voice in his servants that he has sent unto us. And verse 15 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. There are many occasions that you can be compelled to act in a manner that is not good. You may be compelled to do evil to your neighbor. But God is saying this one thing. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone. Do not have a vengeful spirit in your heart. Do not harbor a spirit of vengeance against anyone. But what God requires of you is that you pursue what is good, both for yourself and for all. The situation may demand that you render evil. But God has promised that if you pursue good, it shall not only be for yourself, but it shall also be for all. It shall be for the general good of people around you. And in that, 
you shall be able to keep rejoicing you shall be able to pray without ceasing for the burden of souls will be impressed upon your heart and one thing that i love is that god promises that in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. As you give thanks for everything, it means that even when the situation is bad, you're able to acknowledge the presence and providence of God. It means that you are able to take highly and regard the prophecies of God. It means that you're able not to quench the spirit of God. It is means that you're able to test everything whereas you're esteeming the minister of god for the sake of his work in love you're still able to test all things that come your way and able to hold fast to that which is good beloved if there is one thing that god requires of us is that we may abstain from every form of evil any form of evil that seeks to separate us from God any form of evil that may render everything that we seek to do negatory god is teaching us that we ought to do this one thing the one thing that we ought to do is to abstain from every form of evil by pursuing that which is good god has given us a free will god has given us a moral freedom that we choose what we want we choose what we desire and we choose that which is good how i pray beloved that you may choose that which is good as paul wrote to the church in philippi whatever things are true whatever things are good whatever things are noble whatever things are praiseworthy if there be any virtue if there be any praise meditate upon those things let us not look at peripheral matters in our christian lives that are meant to sow discord amongst ourselves but focusing our eyes on christ the author and perfecter of our faith let us behold good things and good things are in the scripture good things are in the word of god the law of god is perfect converting the soul i do not know what you have been thinking about But I pray this day that God may convert you truly and thoroughly that you may be able to see in him something worthy of emulation and that is meditation upon good things. Let us pray. Thank you God for reminding us of our duty that we ought towards each other, towards you and towards ourselves. I pray that though the world is full of sorrow, of sin and of sickness, help us to turn our eyes on the things eternal by focusing on you o oh dear jesus help us to be made into your character to be perfected day by day to see you in your true nature and in your true sense dear lord thank you for the joy of full salvation thank you that your word is there daily to remind us of our duty towards each other towards you and towards ourselves now i pray that may your spirit continually teach us to walk according to your precepts this i pray in the name of christ jesus our lord and savior amen thank you beloved it has been a blessing i hope you shall continuously meditate upon good things till next time be blessed Thank you 
dear listener for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you were blessed just like I was. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or drop an email at awrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
the earth that gladdened and refreshed the hills and seas and plains. All speak to us of the Creator's love. All speak to us of the Creator's love. God is 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 love. In a little while we're going home.
Sober and keep this. 